You are now tuned to the Carefree Black Girl Podcast, where we're discussing everything Carefree Black and Girl! (laughs) (laughs) That was cute. (laughs) Anyways, how was everyone? Well, okay, like, I just have to quick tell y'all this crazy story. So, you know, I just came back from Cancun, and then I went to Miami for work. And, all right, so I booked our trip. We booked our trip, like, maybe a month or two ago for Cancun. Cute little price, all-inclusive, hotel, flight, this girl, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to blame it on her. This girl basically, like, took all of our money, and she claims, she quits the day of our trip. A travel agent, way. right? Oh, travel word. agent. Like she that? quit the day of our trip. Um, two, two people that were traveling had no flight and no hotel. So, like, her manager had to, like, book a quick flight, and they couldn't fly out to the next day. And they wasn't even supposed to stay at our hotel. Like, it was just crazy mess going on. Fast forward to, okay, everybody's here. We're partying. Hey, hey, hoo, hoo. Sunday is the night. Like, we was leaving Monday morning. So Sunday comes. We come back from this party boat or whatever. And my brother is going into his room. And they had blocked it off because they're like, oh, the travel agent emailed us and said, you guys haven't paid your trip. Long story short, to get his stuff out of that room and to make his flight, coins had to be dropped. And not just a regular two, like thousands of dollars had to be dropped. So for everyone that's traveling, I... I get it. Like, not all travel agents is like like this, but this was a a no no for me. I will never book with. The, I'd rather just go through Expedia or like I don't mind paying the extra money because the stress what? was real. I can you know, and yeah, then you're like, in a different country, that's so and we're in girl. Mexico. Yeah, where where where? Like, I get bro, it. like, yeah. if, what if we like? What if that money? Yeah. Where was he staying in, in Mexico? I get it. You get what I'm saying? Right. Like, you don't play with people. Exactly. So Especially that was that. But it was an amazing trip besides that. Miami fun. was fun. Um, I'm adjusting back to the city. But y'all can't see Ivy right now, but she is glowing. Yes, y'all. When <laughs> she, she came so good. into the yes. studio, I was uh, like, girl, I thought she was tan? wearing shimmer, though, for real. I thought she was wearing uh, shimmer. No. Looking hella, yes. like, voluptuous and, Thank like, you. melanin. No, I really... Shit. My, I'm telling you, my face is the only thing that's like proper because under these clothes, I am peeling <laughs> crazy, like peeling. But um, my trip was super fun. It makes me want to go on another trip for my birthday, so that'll be cool. What about everybody else? Okay, so oh, this is Brianna. Um, I've just been busy with trying to fi- finish my last few months of undergrad, but like the stress of moving y'all is so real. Like they never like adulting is really overrated. Like yeah, I wish I can go back and <laughs> tell myself when I was seventeen, like girl, don't rush it. Don't want to live on your own. Don't want to live in California because y'all this cross country move is stressful. So if y'all have any tips or like you know if anyone has like a blog post or something about like moving across the country, like just drop the links in my DM or add me on Twitter and I'll read them because I need help. Because unfortunately, yeah. you're not doing it alone. That's like one of the saving graces. Right. Uh, Shout out that's to not, man. Yeah, that's yeah, that's. I guess it's a double edged sword. That's a cool thing, but then it's like twice as much shit we got to get together. Right. Like, yeah, it's just it's good. It's getting to be a lot, but I'm still happy regardless. But um, I'm definitely planning on coming visit. Like, I really yeah. want to leave New York. So not leave on some like move not chat, but I definitely want to start just like taking breaks and go because that. that was such a like even though I missed being home, 
being away from New York, like your like your whole soul just kind of relaxes. Like <laughs> oh my god, seriously, New York is so stressful. your soul you. relaxes because you don't know how tired you are until you leave a state that's not so fast. Right. Like I was in Miami, which is well, I was on South Beach for like the conference, and the entire time I just wanted to sit in a hotel and sleep. I'm like, I'm like one. I'm still jet lagged because I Cancun then Miami, and I was was acting like I was in New York out there, so I was partying, but. It's just like you really like I. It's just I need to, like I needed to sleep, you know. Like, okay, I don't want to get too crazy, but go I ask. <laughs> oh, hey, I was good. I asked Jones. Um, what am I doing? Uh, I'm doing some cool things with the Indie Creative Network that we will reveal when the time is right. But just just be excited because I'm excited right now. I am excited. We are um, excited. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be amazing. I'm, I'm very proud of the things we're doing. Um, I'm doing a month long poetry workshop. I'm running it all myself uh what else i feel like i've just been kind of mad quiet i started writing for dead end hip-hop i'm a i'm officially a writer with them oh that's cool yeah i feel like my life's been mad quiet i don't know anything else. no it's okay okay <coughs> um so this is dodge so i have loft life my <laughs> online gallery for my work as a stylist and director so i've just been keeping up with my photo shoots building my portfolio and um i'm actually trying to make a mixtape Oh, you rapping? I'm rapping. <laughs> I want to be a feature on it. I'm rapping. Look, look, I, yo, if you if you need some like poems in between interludes, I got you. Though. Oh, that would be so. That would be lit. That would be lit. That would be lit. That would be lit. I'm excited though. Like I went out um a couple days ago, and it was so crazy in that club. It was so crazy. I couldn't move. Like you had to chug your drink. So it wouldn't spill on mm. you because of people just walking by wow. and no excuse me. Mm -hmm. It was so crazy. But the whole night, all I was thinking was, I need to be up there where the artist is. Like, I'm not a crowd type person. <laughs> am I. I need to be up there. Like, I was Neither motivated. I. I was so motivated. I'm always motivated, but it was just like, all right, now you've been in New York City for two years. Don't let your talent go to waste. Just do, you know, just mm -hmm. focus. So that's what I've been doing. Um, rapping. And trapping <laughs> and styling. But um I trap, do want to tell y'all about a uh, recent experience. Hey, hey. yes. Shout, Shout out, out to, to the Rick, new Rick Ross album. <laughs> y'all know that is Bay. <laughs> Shout out to that new Ross. Um no, but so I I was reached out to a model on Instagram. She has a little bit of a following or whatever. And just letting her know, you know, I'm working on my portfolio, branding myself as a wardrobe stylist and I have a look for you. Um, it's a little, the clothes are too big for me. So she's a little bigger. And I was like, you know, I have like three looks for you. You would, they would look perfect on you. They Yo, would look bomb. Dodge right quick. That'll be like a really cool thing to like your catchphrase to like trademark. I have a look for you. I have a look for you. I yeah. love her. You gotta see Dodge sneakers. These are Girl, so though, but, but for real, right quick before some white man take it. Cause right. you know what they say. <laughs> trademark nowadays. Um, that's so I reached out to this girl about styling her and she came back at me and said, you know, I'll do it, but I need to be compensated for my time. And it kind of threw me off a little bit because she's not signed as a model and she didn't throw rates at me. So I knew that she wasn't a season and she did, she wasn't prepared just like I wasn't prepared. I called so many people like, yo, what do I say? What's the price? Mm -hmm. I don't know what to, I don't know what to tell her that I'm a payer. I don't really have a budget for that right now. Like I bought the clothes 
and I threw a price out but then I thought about it and I was like for the time I put in at work and the time what I told her I was gonna pay her it ain't adding up I can't do it there's models out there who would do it for free Before I continue, we do have a guest this week, Ariel Lopez. Hey. Hey, guys. From 2020 Shift. So just um, introduce yourself and let us know more about what you do and your brand. Okay, cool. So um, my name is Ariel Lopez. I am an entrepreneur. I'm a career coach and a public speaker. Um, I have a focus in digital media and technology. So those are the two things that I know the most about. Um, 2020 Shift is a startup that I have. It's focused in the education space. So we train people on tech skills um, and we kind of provide them with resources so they can find jobs um, in the space. So you work with companies like Uber and Spotify, um, MasterCard, Google, um, a lot of them. (laughs) Um, And we kind of help them solve their quote unquote diversity problem. Um, So as you guys know, diversity in tech is just a really big issue right now. Um, So my personal background is in recruiting and talent acquisition. So I spent a lot of time working with startups and major brands, um, just kind of helping them hire people. Um, So the I would say the catalyst to starting 2020 Shift was just my experience doing that. Um, And then also my experience as a career coach, um, which was awesome. So I've had the privilege to work with I don't know, thousands of people at this point and just kind of helping them transition from point A to point B in their careers. Um, so everyone from college students to like VPs of hedge funds. Um, so it's been really interesting. Um, so that's kind of like my spiel. Um, in cool news, 2020 is actually going on tour. So I was listening yeah, to you. Exciting. Yeah, yeah, it's so stressful. I can <laughs> I'm imagine. So tired. I can imagine. Oh God, it's it's an undertaking, but um, we're doing a Black Business Expo tour. Um, we're calling it our HBCU edition because okay. yeah, yes. <laughs> um, but we're targeting HBCU students. So if you're listening and you're an HBCU student and you live in one of the cities on the tour, definitely come out. It's free for you. Um, but we're doing Atlanta, so I'll be in Atlanta next week um, for like a week. Um, it's going to be at Terminal West. Um, so obviously, Morehouse, Spelman, Clark, even Georgia State, if you're around, come through. Um, then we're going to be at FAMU, so I'll be in Tallahassee for a week. Um, and then we're going to be in North Carolina for a week. So we'll be in A&T. Raleigh-Durham. Yes. And then we're finishing out um, in Greensboro, right off of right. A&T's campus. I grew up in North Carolina, um, so Southern Belle at heart. So it's going to be good to, to go back home. I'll see my mom and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so that's my, mo- that's my life for, like, the next month. And then – I think that's so dope. It like, is. Like, that's con- – that's exciting. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yes. No, seriously. Congrats. Because you guys can't see, but she's in here like with these gym clothes. She's chilling. <laughs> she opened up her mouth and basically said, I am the shit in just like <laughs> the most elaborate way possible. Yes. Oh, no. Like real important. Shout out to you, girl. Oh, Shout okay. out to Ariel Lopez. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm i just chill. You know, like this is just who I As am. As you should. Yeah. Um, regardless of, you know, if I'm meeting with a CEO of a really big tech company or if I'm just chilling with my people. 
like you're gonna see me out <laughs> i'm still young like i'm 26 mm-hmm. right um so it's not like i'm super old trying to understand <laughs> what millennials do yeah. you know like we we built this just to help out our people right you yeah. know like Which is beautiful and yeah so going off of what i was saying about um I reached out to the model and she was like, I need to be compensated. And we both, you can tell we both were like, what do I do? What do I charge? What price do I say I'm going to pay you? What do you think is a good, well, okay. So the end of the story was I reached out to the photographer who was going to do the shoot. And I told him and he was familiar with the model and he said, no way. I can get a ton of other girls who are more model-like, quote unquote, model-like to do this for free. I don't even know why she's trying to play you like that or trying to charge you (laughs) or whatever. He was like, we've spoke about this before and she didn't throw anything out to me, but he's a guy and he's a photographer. Wow. He has more clout than me in New York city. I'm a female, you know, whatever. So I just messaged her and I was like, um, I do have somebody else. My photographer, does have models who are willing to do the shoot in exchange for complimentary photos. Um, I would love to work with you in the future when I have a bigger budget or whatever, which I would love to work with her in the future, but she didn't write me back, mm-hmm. which was fine. Yeah. Fine. Which was and my message was very professional. Like yeah. I had me and my managers um, at work. They actually helped me compose the message. Cause I was kind of nervous about, you know, going back and telling her like I threw out a price, but I didn't really have that money to pay her Mm -hmm. so I was kind of nervous about going back and telling her that I couldn't pay her to do the shoot but my message to her was very professional so she didn't write back but she still likes my pictures on Instagram and stuff. Like I know she's like she's adult do girl. That, like she had just she just, just like unfollow me. Fi- yeah, actually. <laughs> so when do you think is like a good time to be like um I'm done doing free work or oh, that's I need question. to start charging people or whatever. Cause even as a stylist, I, I dealt with it with photographer friends and they want me to come style shoots. And I feel like I'm putting in most of the work mm-hmm. when these girls don't have a budget and I'm either digging through my closet, new stuff or going out, buying things to return. And I'm styling four girls head to toe and all y'all doing is posing and all you're doing is taking pictures. But I'm sitting here doing from accessories to, you know, making sure right. polishes mm-hmm. and chipped and everything. And so I even had an experience where I was like, I'm not doing no, no more free work. I'm tired of this. Yeah. When do you think is a good time, you know, a good balance to? I mean, I think you don't get paid for your time. You get paid for your value. And like, that's one thing Ooh, that, that people <laughs> say that really need to understand. Like, there's a reason interns don't make $200,000 a year. Is not that they don't have the potential to make that type of money. They're just not there yet. Right. Um, So I feel like people just have to be very honest with themselves about where they are in their careers. Mm -hmm. Um, So for me, you know, like I worked my way up for a while. I probably worked every odd job (laughs) (laughs) imaginable. I worked at Krispy Kreme when I was like in high school. I was like 14. Like as soon as I could start working, I've been working. Um, And then like college I was a server at a restaurant I worked at a law firm I've worked at recruiting companies like I've done it all right only now am I able to kind of have the flexibility as an entrepreneur um but like with that you know 
you you have to earn your stripes out here. Like mm-hmm. nothing is just given to you. Yeah. Um. So I feel like a lot of people, and I don't don't get me started on Instagram models because that's like exactly. that'll take me hours to talk about. Yeah. yeah. But it's just like the sense of entitlement. Like no, mm-hmm. no one owes you anything. Exactly. Unless you're like a Ford model. Ex- like here's my yep. thing with models. And she wasn't signed. Are are you signed right. to an agency? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you are, who are those people? Right. Um, what I will say is like, I don't want people to think like, oh, I, you know, I can't make money. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you judge your rates based off of the value that you can actually provide. And you have to be honest with yourself about that. But you also have to set proper expectations for the people that you're working with. Right. Like in turn, I ain't going to give you 40 hours a week because I have other shit to do. (laughs) So you're going to get this smooth 15 or this 20 and you're going to be happy with that. Right. right? But when you're ready to be there 100 percent, fast forward to the CEO. Yes, I make two hundred thousand dollars a year because I do this shit all day, every day. Right. Um, So I think it's just kind of like mentality check. Um, But in terms of like setting rates. I I think it has everything to do with the project and the scope of the project. Um, so anytime I talk to a freelancer or a contractor or whatever, I always tell them to kind of think of, okay, what is the purpose of this thing? How long is it going to be? Like, what resources is it, is it costing me, right? Like, is it just my time? Am I just showing up? Do I have to bring people with me? Do I have to promote this? Like, am I putting my brand on this, right? Like, you have to kind of go through the checklist right. of stuff. Um, And then I think based off of that, that's how you can kind of negotiate a rate. Like, okay, this is kind of what the package is. So I think this is an appropriate price for that. Um, But I think in your early days, like bartering of services is the easiest thing that you can do. So one of the things that I love what you said was like, hey, I can give you complimentary like um, photos. And I think that's something that's really helpful to models, right? Because you Mm -hmm. need to build your portfolio. So if you can't pay somebody with cash that doesn't mean that you still can't pay them right in another right. way right. um so i think like if you're in a position to where you don't have the budget and you want to work with someone just be creative about other things that you can offer them in terms of compensation to where they feel like it would be worth their time if you can't necessarily give them money um so that's my my take on that i agree i uh, agree yeah. i feel like um what she not to bring up instagram models but like People start thinking because they get a couple likes that they, <laughs> that the, you know, like, likes are not yeah. dollars. Also, oh, my God. No. Thank you. So at all, actually. So, <laughs> I don't. said it. Yeah. This field is so oversaturated right now. It's Everything it's is so almost, oversaturated. And it's yes. annoying. Like, uh-huh. I saw a post the other day that said, it, oh, my God, I loved it. I wish I was a memer, but I'm not. <laughs> so, I, I couldn't repost it. But it said, Instagram or no, 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 social media effed up the streets more than crack did in the 80s. Oh, yeah, I definitely saw that. I love that post. I don't think social media did, though. I really, but people like to blame social media. It's the people using social and media. And the way that they're using and it. And their way that yeah. they're okay. using it. Social media, I feel like, was really designed to connect people from around the world. And it's really dope at that. At that. Social media mm-hmm. is dope. But it's the way, because I used to say that, like, oh, social media ruins this. But it's the people that use it and that puts now, like, rules on. It's, it's, it's the people. People are life from and i think also from like um <laughs> from a blogging perspective it's almost like people's intentions are fucked up yeah it's not even the space about where 
like if that could be through email that could be through social network like I know so many people are like wow like your blog is like really taking off like you know like how did you do this I needed tips I need advice for one like if you would have read my blog, I'm very transparent about all of that. So for one, I know that you didn't read. And then for two, they're like, oh, like, I just, I'm really interested in like working with this brand. Like, did you get money? Did you get compensation? Did you get free things? Like, right. can you let me know? If you're starting something to get free shit, like, let's be honest, you don't need to do it anymore. Like, and I think yeah. so many people nowadays see things as like a side hustle or like trying to get multiple streams of income, which is super dope. But blogging and writing or building a brand, starting a organization, a business, whatever, if you're doing it for the sole purpose of the money, it's not for you. Yeah. Do what um, drives you. Yeah. And I just kind of want to transition to like the questions I have because you just brought up an important topic, like even just with networking alone. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel that now, like I said, I've been doing this maybe a year or two, but Building a brand from the bottom, it takes a lot of work and consistency. Oh, yeah. so that I feel like key. that is the, and I'm not even where, right? <laughs> I'm not yeah. where I need to be, but I feel like now people are starting to notice, like, oh, what do you do? What do you do? And I'm noticing that people that don't speak to me on a regular is now like, how how can I do it? How can oh, you know? And yeah, I feel like there's ways same. to network and ask for things, you know. And I've had like I had just announced like my job at this one point, and this guy wrote me on Facebook. It wasn't even, oh, hey, how you doing? It's, oh, my God, my passion is to be the next Oprah. How can I get a job like you? And it's just like, well, hello, <laughs> bitch. Um, but Oprah? Yeah, yeah. He just like, you know, he was extra with it. And That's a lot. my whole thing is like, I've never, I've never asked for something. I just always worked hard for it. Like, I've never asked for a handout. Yeah. And there's ways to network because it's very good to meet people that's in your field and that's excelling, but you everything has to be genuine. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've never went to someone and was like, can you put me on your show or can you do this? I would just, I, I would compliment them. I really admire what you do. I would love to be there one day. Like, And I will like basically say, like, give them encouragement, keep going. And I feel like that's how you genuinely make, genu- like be genuine and you make these key connections. And I think it's super important for people to learn how to network like, that's so, I think that's so, that's one of my pet peeves when mm-hmm. people in my DM, like, even artists, I need to get on your show. It's like, do you even watch my show? Or email. Oh my God, I had the can same you, issue on email? LinkedIn this week too. Like, like, there's an artist in my inbox talking about, hey, can you write for my, like, my music or my, uh, <laughs> yeah, my it's concert. Like, do you, it's like, do you, and I did ask him, have you read a single article? He's like saying, well, I've read your poetry and like, I know that you understand my work, so that's a no. No, that's a no. It's, and that's my thing. It's like, do you, I've, you know, like, do you, are you a fan of me or are you just looking for an opportunity? Yeah. You know, like, and, and that's something that people have to really, you know, diff, I'm not really good on words, but they have to set that. Like, because yeah. I just feel like, I, I don't know, like, I just know how I work and I know when people are trying to use people mm-hmm. and I'm just not here for that. Yes. And it's, but I know that I can easily be taken advantage of because I'm a super snapping. nice person. Yeah. So yeah. right now I'm in the process of being assertive, but... Story Not of being my life a bitch, right now. sort of. No, I was gonna say I think like <laughs> like three things. So you have to build partnerships. Right. Anyone that's just going out like generally networking, that's never successful. Because you're not building relationships. Right, like relationships are the things that become fruitful to you exactly. in your career. And one of the things that I like that you said that most people don't understand fully is like the art of give and take. 
right? Yeah. So the people that are always looking for a handout are the takers. Right. These people, like they may amount to something in the short term, but in the long term, they'll never amount to anything of significance. Right. The people that do are the people that give. Which is why people like Oprah or people like Oprah, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? right? Exactly. Because she helped so many people. Exactly. Like, that's her legacy. Like, no one's going to remember get Oprah. You get a <laughs> I'm so mad I wasn't in that people. damn audience. Yeah. I, I wish she would give me something. Right. Right. Oprah, if you're listening. Right. <laughs> five black girls here. <laughs> we could all use a little help. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, and then also, like, people are always looking for the blueprint. To yes. success, it's like of you. Creating their you own. have to create your own. That's yes. the thing. Like you have to. Oh my god. You goodness. really don't have another option because if you try to live someone uh, else's life mm-hmm. to you attain could, whatever they have attained, like you have, you don't have the experience that they've had. You don't know what they've gone through. You don't have the network that they have. Y'all don't know the same people. Y'all ain't in the same tax bracket. Right. Like at least going home style. Like exactly. it's just different. Like you have to live for yourself. You have to create your own path. When I was in um, Miami, like, I went down there for EDM, like, festival conference, whatever. And you guys know, I'm really not. That's a whole nother world that I was so happy to explore because I'm an urban radio person. Like, I've Mm -hmm. never. There's a lot of money in this um, industry, like, electronic industry. Mm -hmm. So I've met, basically, like, I met the heavy hitters. I was at dinner with the heavy hitters of this industry. But I was myself. Like, I didn't go to them on some... It was just a natural conversation. Like, mm-hmm. we at Prime 112, this super fancy-ass restaurant in Miami, and I'm ordering a Corona. But I'm myself, though. You get what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And I feel yeah. like even though I had, I knew nothing about their work, because I was so interested, I'm just simply asking questions and just being, like, genuine and meeting these people that I end up at dinner with them. And it wasn't, I'm, I even when I emailed them when I got back to the city, it was a, I hope you guys got back to your town safe, like, I didn't even talk about business. I feel like mm-hmm. people really have to build friendships and relationships. Be personable. Exactly. You have I to agree. be personable. Like, it's, it makes the business so much easier mm-hmm. to do. It's like what's for you will happen, happen for you. For you. Exactly. Just like what you said about being genuine as um, in the fashion industry. So my most of my Instagram feed is people that do fashion or stylists or whoever. So even just like with branding yourself and building brands and being an entrepreneur, how many people do y'all see making choker lines or doing things like that? And sometimes I don't want to make a public service announcement to sound like I'm being a hater or anything, but sometimes it's just my concern, like build a legacy, build something that's going to last forever, not here today and gone tomorrow because you see the next person doing it. And you think that, your choker line or your swimsuit line is going to blow up like that person. But maybe that was always their dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they've been putting in all this work. Like you can't just get on the train start tomorrow exactly. and start posting pictures of these chokers or these bathing suits and think that you're going to create an empire like that person did, because you don't know where they started from, mm-hmm. or maybe that was their dream forever. And they put in so much more work than just calling up a photographer friend gluing a couple pieces on a string to tie around your neck and now boom you got a little photo shoot you know what i mean yeah Yeah. i'm so big on creating things that are gonna last forever and yeah doing what's for you because just how you said people are in your inbox like how did you get that job i want to be oprah and And gonna try to do like like, oh i want to do what you do right and so basically like i i'm working this field it's fun it's cool 
And I feel like because I love it so much, I'm only willing to give my career all of me. But I'm a little lonely a little bit. Like, I look at, like, I listen to these songs, and I'm like, oh, I want to go on a vacation. Like, you know, so lonely. I, I want to do it. That's so cute. No, seriously. I'm lonely, yeah, yeah. I want to do, better. like, I feel like I sometimes, I don't know if I, I think I'm ready for a partner, but at the same time, I don't know if I'm emotionally available because everyone that I've been dating recently have been, like, awful feeling. Like, girl, Not only that, so, attempts, oh, like, child, so divine timing. You have to trust that God will order your steps in a way Amen. to where the man that you're supposed to be with will come in your time in your Amen. life at the right time. Not only that, but like some niggas are just beneath you. I hate to say yeah. it and be that That's person, Majority. but I will be that person <laughs> yeah. because at this point, right? So we're in a process of raising money. Um, so ideally, like our first round, we get anywhere between one to two million dollars. It sounds like a lot of money, but it's not that much money because startups bleed money all the fucking time. But the thing is, is like within tech, like you're able to see people make crazy amounts of money. Like forget athletes and rappers and actors and whoever else. Like investors. Girl, that's my dream. Those are the billionaires, right? (laughs) But the thing is, is like as you like climb up that ladder and this becomes more and more attainable. Like, there's some things, like, I just, I can't talk to a shift worker. I can't talk to someone that doesn't understand my life. I can't talk to someone that doesn't understand I have to travel for business. Like, I have to be on the road. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be around all the time. I can't take somebody that wants to text me all day because I can barely, like, call my mama. mm -hmm. You know, like, there's things, right? And like, so I'm sad because <laughs> I just went through one of the most traumatic things in my life. So, quick story. So, I'm talking to this guy, but you know, I'm in Miami, so I have a lot of, not a lot of downtown, but I can be on my phone because I was in panels. It's just like, I was able to talk to him. Soon as I got off the plane on Saturday, I went, like, from straight to brunch. Like, I dropped my bags off, took a shower, went to brunch with some friends, And then, like, I went to sleep, and then I woke up and had to host this, like, networking event on Sunday. So once I got back to the city, it was go time. This guy comments under my my picture on Monday morning. Like, I've never seen this guy in my entire life. Oh, you get back to this. Like, he was just on some no good morning, no nothing, no call. and In public? On Instagram? On Instagram? Instagram. That is messy. So, I'm the type of person that, like, one, I didn't respond because I really didn't know what to say, you know? Do you know a boy or he just popped out of nowhere? I this was a person I was just texting for a few days. Gotcha. But this is another thing with my time. Like I'm not gonna think to call you because as soon as I got back to the city, it was things that needed to get done and things I was doing. So and then I don't know you, so I don't feel like I have to I'm not obligated to text you or yeah. it's it's weird. So he calls me right after that and is just like I just think it's whack. Like just going in and then it was eight. 30 in the morning. I had to. Oh, be, that's too mm, early for I that. have to be to work at 10, so I need to be at my house by 9, 20. So I'm like, um, I'm about to get in the shower, so he's like, you dumb ass. Like, he started going oh, in. Oh, yeah. no. He started going he's, in on I me. Said, I was going to say, he sounds emotional. And, and he's st- like, he, he has his own. He was he just hella basic, girl. Like, he was just like, you, you dumb ass. Time. You Make fake ass Angie Martinez. Wow. <laughs> no, but tell me how you really feel. No, I was really weak at 8 in the morning. He was projecting. And I think I'm also, I can't date weak men. Stop being But also, though, people. Insecure men. The internet makes people mad bold, though. You know what I mean, though? The internet makes people 
mad bold. You can say all kinds of cute shit online though, but you ain't about shit in real life. Like that's also true. My yeah, God, it's, it's, he really tried that yeah, shit. That was, that was out of order. He and did. it's one of those things too, which is like, how do you react? It's like what? No, and my so my stepmom because I had him on speaker because like I'm in the so my stepmom's at the bathroom like uh uh-uh, uh like who's yeah because I just hung up like I really just hung up <laughs> and then he started texting me all this stuff oh like God. and then I finally blocked him and I yes. blocked him on all social media. But I've never been through something like that. Wait, so 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 he, I've never been called a bitch to my face. Some men are crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so he <laughs> was on Instagram talking all that crazy. Then he no, called no, no. you. He yeah. He wrote me on Instagram like no call, no good morning, and people saw it because Quana like tweeted like these guys under Ivy's picture, and then a girl texted me like, "Who is that?" And mind you, I don't have a boyfriend. I'm not single. Like I'm, you know, I'm about to say I'm not single. I'm not dating. So it looked like it was. My boyfriend. So that's why another reason why I didn't respond because it's just like I don't know what to do. We're not even together though. Like and why are you what are you one, pressed I'm about? not your girl and what are you two, pressed about, bro? Like, like you for you to bring up my career and say, Oh, you think you're all that because you just went to Miami, I don't think I'm all that, but you clearly he's think hating. I'm all that. Yeah, and you're a yeah. hater. He is. And it's like how how do you find Brie? Like, cause you have like the perfect thing going on right now. Like <laughs> What like no, no I know it's not perfect, so, but it's like wor- it works for you. It does work. And so how did you find someone that literally is on your level and understands your time? So going off of what Ariel said, I do say that God played a big role in this. Right. I there's no way that um I did this on my own because I didn't. It happened on accident. But I will say I get this question a lot because I, even my closest closest friends, um they all deal with ancient niggas. <laughs> um it just especially at my university it is what it is. Crawling mm-hmm. with them. But um. I think it's because he is so secure in himself. I don't think I've ever... Because, okay, again, like, he, yes, he's an engineered major and he's going to graduate soon. And he has, like, a lot of accomplishments under his belt just from being, like, a boy from Newark. Like, he never would have thought that he would have even gotten this far. So he's very humble in that sense. But I will definitely say it's the fact that he is such an individual. He's his own person. We're two right. separate identities. I love... What's his sign? Is he a Virgo? No, he's a Sagittarius. Those are my oh, people. Oh, lovely. Those are, Beyonce those are my people because... No, honestly, yeah, he's so secure in himself. And I think that's why he's not insecure ever with me. Like, he's always tells his friends, like, my girlfriend's smarter than me. She's going to make more money than me. She's going to have a bigger degree than me. And he says it in a way of, like, yeah, and that's still my wife, though. Like, I don't have to worry about where she's going like i'm not insecure about it i'm happy for her right so i think it it really has to do with these men it's not us they are just really okay oh that was generalizing but (laughs) i will say men in college and i I think there's also a racial component to it i'm not going to say that there's not it's something about being a black woman and like having a lot of degrees that intimidates men oh and i think it makes it even more difficult when you're both in the same kind of quote-unquote academic space like just in his culture it's typically like men make the most money men bring the Mm -hmm. money home all of these things so for him to have to like kind of get that out of his head now like knowing that i'm i might make more money than him it's just one of those things where like he it's ingrained in a lot of men to think that they have to play that role they have to be the alpha they have to be the breadwinner they have to do all these things and it's like they put that pressure on themselves to the point where it manifests into like projecting onto women as you can't be the alpha. You can't make more money right. as opposed to just accepting the fact that if I do meet a girl and she's an alpha female 
and she makes money, but I can still do my own thing. That's dope. Like, I just feel like it's growing up how they're socialized, honestly. Mm -hmm. But I mean, it also probably plays a part. You probably because women at times we do tend to make men feel bad because I mean, I know like I'm not going to say I'm that person, but I've done it before. Like I've dated a guy where like he wasn't making and not even now like I've always had a job, but he wasn't. I guess he didn't know a lot of things. Like, he didn't know restaurants. He didn't know things. And, like, I didn't know that I was being uppity. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I thought, I, thought I was teaching no, like, him. No, no, no. I, I didn't know that it came off as she thinks she's too good. But you don't think that's another instance of his insecurity? Yeah. If you, if, insi- mm-hmm. if you were honestly good-meaning, or well-meaning, rather, if you were well-meaning and you didn't mean it to belittle him and he took it that way, that right. says more about his character and where his mindset is at than you, don't you think? Hmm. And it's also the way, again, that they're just socialized. Like, that yeah. probably was really scary for him in a sense of, like, damn, I'm about to be with this girl and she know more than me about this or more than me about that's that. True. And it might, he might yeah. even even realize that he was doing it, and that's why I say yeah. that there's, like, another... The right man wouldn't react. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I've been telling um, a couple of my friends lately, like, it's definitely important to know yourself, know the type of woman you are, know the type of man that you will genuinely attract and that will be into you and the type of men that you genuinely attract setting your standards mm-hmm. mm. knowing what you want in a relationship because mm-hmm. we jump into things so quickly just out of attraction or whatever and like that's why i don't date right now or like i would love to date but i just haven't been because i will not allow myself to just be in a situation just because like mentally, I'm not even in that space to deal with, you know, high school just because or I want to have somebody to talk to or go mm-hmm. to the movies with or yeah. whatever, because right. then it ends bad. And Don't then settle because you'll you, resent exactly. yourself more you, than you, you get in arguments them. like you. Even like girls will. Um, I've been having this conversation. Like we'll sleep with a guy and be like, but I want this to be my boyfriend. or I want this to be my man. And he told us. He was not looking for a relationship or whatever. And we do it. And then girls, why do we th- we be thinking we gonna it's going to change? Yes. They're going to change or whatever? <laughs> yeah. We didn't set those standards at first, so it's going to end. You know what I mean? So I think that I've just, like, generalized that with relationships in whole with just not getting into situations that I don't want to be in. Like, I know the type of man I want to be with. So wh- why would I mess with somebody who doesn't fit that? But the part you said before about my fault. The part you said before about setting the standard is so critical. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to have casual sex with a dude, use your body. Just be if safe. you're okay with that, do right. that though. If but you if you look at an old boyfriend jumping, you know, I want to be serious with him. There's there's certain there's a certain way you have to go about it. Like you can't just. I mean, I, I like. I can't I mean, agree though. I have no, no, no. I have a really good analogy that. for this. I have yeah. a really good analogy for this. It's like Disney World versus Coney Island. <laughs> You're going to get it in a second. But basically, like, you have to think of, like, your body and your aura as that. If you go to Disney World, there's certain things that you have to do to go to Disney World. A, you have to plan to go to Disney World. You don't just decide, oh, I'm just going to go to Disney World right. at 4 a.m. and show up. Because Disney World is probably going to be closed. Right. Coney Island, on the other hand, you can roll up 3 a.m., drunk, high, whatever. Coney Island's there. It's there all the fucking time. Disney World, you have to pay more. Like, there's just certain yes. things that you have to do. That's a fact. You, Ivy, you you were the one who said 
you had first night sex and I'm, been and then, with the guy for two years. Yeah, yeah. That's a very rare. Some girls, that's in their that does saying. happen. Some what I'm saying is that like, yeah. y'all not together today. Yeah, but I feel like it wasn't. We're not together because we're not together off of different things. Like I never. Honestly, I'm a type of girl, like, it's some guys that I don't want to sleep with. And then some guys is like, all right, I want to make weight. But there are some guys, him, my ex, that I saw him and I'm like, oh, it's lit tonight. Like, literally, it's lit tonight. <laughs> I mean, I've had those moments too it with was, some guys. It was, it was, it was our first, and it was the first Thirsty Thursday in college. Like, the like the semester. It was lit. Like, I miss college. Yeah. And, and like, we, <laughs> we started out as casual sex buddies. I mean, it was... He like I only I called him though like that was the standard that you're not gonna just come to me when you want like you come when I want sex. So. That's good that worked out for y'all, but in general, no. Yeah, Setting but to reiterate, yeah, we have to move on soon. But yeah. to reiterate, like I'm saying that like you can definitely have to have a casual sex and then it becomes something fruitful. Um, but you still have to have that set between both parties. Like, is this going to be a thing that we're going to make right. evolve right. over time? So like again, I kind of agree with the, what all of you are saying as far as standards are really important. But I think also it's like also acknowledging the fact of what someone's bringing to the table now and their potential, and not getting caught up because that's been my always been my issue. I get so caught up in the idea of someone mm. and not their reality. Me too. And, and people oh always God. people again like we, we were talking. Dreamers. We were talking yes. about <laughs> my relationship <laughs> earlier and like. This I've been through some real bad shit. Like my exes, oh my god! I'd be looking at myself like, girl, what was what was you doing? Like that is right. not even that is not even you. But it was me getting lost in their potential. Like I thought that I could make them into this person that mm-hmm. I wanted them to be, and that it would grow into something that I wanted it to be. But like you have to deal with the reality of situations at times. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like another important takeaway in like creating standards, just accepting the person for what they are at the face of their life right now absolutely but kind of going on into the like this theme of like entrepreneurship and you know branding yourself and making yourself a, a, an empire in whatever perspective field that you're in um i think it's important to kind of reward yourself along the way it's really really easy to like get caught up in the end goal or like the major goal like for me it would be like getting my doctorate that is five years away so me just sitting around thinking like if i only rewarded myself when that happened, it would be a lonely five years. So I think it's important for like people to just kind of keep track of all their goals along the way to the big bang, like I finally am where I want to be kind of goal. So as people in the room as like bloggers, entrepreneurs, right. whatever, like how do y'all keep track of motivating yourself to get to that end goal and look at it as, as rewarding and not like a discouraging or not like, oh, this is too daunting. I will never be able to achieve it. Like what little things do you do along the way? More, more so to Ariel. Um, I do a few things. I keep an accomplished list. That's beautiful. <laughs> I'm Instead, a list person. I think we all talked yeah. about this a few episodes ago. We're list people. Right. So that's yeah. Cool. yeah. So switch out the to-do list, although I still have my to-do list. Um, but it's really important just to kind of keep track of things as you accomplish them so you can go back and look at them. Um, I always just always just kind of keep, I don't know, like my past in mind. Like I know what it's like to be broke. 
and mm. I don't like being That's broke. So <laughs> it's kind of like, well, in order for me not to do that, I kind of have to do what right. I'm doing now. Because mm-hmm. um, I get that question all the time. It's just like, you know, what else would you do? And I'm just like, there's really no other option at this point in my life. Like, plan B is making plan A work. Amen to that. Um, yes. And plan A is the shit I'm doing right now. So Ariel, Ariel with the sermon, though. Come through. <laughs> oh, God. I love you guys. You're so awesome. No, but do you, so again. Oh, like, and I also, I also self-care. Self-care. Oh yes. I have self-care yes. Sunday. No, the thing is, I was going to ask you, because earlier we were like, when we were talking about introductions, and you were saying like, oh, I'm doing this like really dope tour. And you were like, it's stressful. Automatically in my head. I was like, okay, so this is where this conversation is going to go. How do you practice <laughs> self-care, right. I guess, um, instill that part of self while also creating this like brand and business? On- yeah. Like, so I do, like, little things and then, I guess, kind of larger things. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, little things. I buy myself flowers every week. Oh, my God. I love that's flowers. So... Yeah. Yeah, no. I, I know. Sometimes it's kind of look well, depending on what's going on, I have had someone ask, like, ooh, who are the flowers from? And I'm like, they're from me to me. Wow. <laughs> I might do it's, like, a little awkward. That's but, like, I like, like, flowers, candles, like, in my apartment, like, I need home to feel, like, peaceful mm, and just, I like, agree. clean and just, like, nice. And, like, I need that calm. I love tea. Like, love if I'm stressed out. What's your out, favorite? Let's put some gems out there. Oh, God. So, actually, one of my advisors makes tea. So, she oh has God, something so called um, Rose Cherry Festival. I don't know if you can find this. Maybe some, it's on Amazon. Who knows? Everything's on Amazon. Um, <laughs> but it's so good. It just smells beautiful. It has, mm. like, Great notes. I also love a lot of really good wine. Um, so one oh, of the things I've been doing for the past couple of months is I've been buying a bottle of red from a different country or continent for like every week. That's so dope. So this past week I got like a Pinot from Australia. Oh wow, that shit is amazing. I can imagine. We'll be doing that again. <laughs> um, massages. Like I do self care Sundays in my crib. I give myself a mask. Yay. Um, Self-care Sunday. Yeah, and I, I just watched, like, I love Netflix. That. What's today? It. Saturday? Oh, my yeah. God. Tomorrow. Self-care. Yeah, no, I, seriously, yeah tomorrow self-care Sunday. Self-care just Sunday. do everything you like to Started do. I agree. Which That's means, like, if I don't feel like talking to people, I'm not going to do it. If I want to be on Snapchat all day, all day on my couch, I'm going to do that. Like, self-care Sundays is really, like, whatever the fuck you feel I like I love doing. that. I'm still waiting on my lip scrub from um Bruce yeah no okay so speaking of that i know this is like the entrepreneurship episode <laughs> and i'm actually gonna like start selling things so the next time we meet up i'll give you all like the samples okay because body chemistry really plays a way in sense can we carry. get a body and a yeah scrub? so that's what okay. i'm gonna because okay. i know for me like the sense in my, that i make smell different on me differently than my partner of course so i want to make sure that the chem like the the essential oils that i'm mixing because it's going to be all natural so like no fragrance no parabens no things like that so it's definitely going to be all essential oil based i need to make sure that they're the right kind of like compliments to other people's body chemistry so the next time i come through i'll give y'all like the samples before i like start my etsy shop or probably there'll be a direct link from the blog to like a shop site i love etsy etsy is one of my favorite like like uh charming artisan store yeah like all my favorite jewelry i get from etsy it's great mm-hmm. and it's like you can find like little gems that no one will really know about yeah. so you won't see it on everybody else i get that yeah, yeah, yeah. but along the lines of like creating a list i know a lot of us be on our phones 24 7 right so there's a really cool app called AnyDo. it's free in the app store i'm pretty sure it's for android users too but like it's a way every morning i get up i write down my three little daily to do and then when i get them done i feel good but then i also write down at the end of the week 
how those little tiny tasks add on to one big task that'll lead me to my eventual end goal. So just kind of seeing those, what you write down or what you do manifest into the bigger picture because, you know, I was looking through my journal yesterday for 2016 and I was like, damn, six months ago I really wrote this down and seven months later I'm doing it. And it feels, it sounds crazy, but when you see it, it's like an eerie feeling that you can't really get other places. I've learned, like, I break my year into quarters. So actually today's the second quarter. Word, the first day of the second quarter, April 1st. Right, so it's so funny that like I have I happened to I was cleaning my room last night and I found my second quarter goals from last year. <laughs> Bro, fun one like I literally accomplished everything on that list. And Doesn't I did it feel not good? Know. Doesn't it feel good? So I do want to keep an accomplished list because yeah, and even at um shout out to Brianna T for throwing a dope event. Um, I was at anti or whatever. Oh, was anti, it? anti anti lemonade anti lemonade something and like um. One of my friends who actually wrote for Revolt, he he was there and he was like, bro, I'm so proud of you. You did everything you said you was going to do. Now, I'd known him when he had braids in his hair from Mount Vernon. Like, I had to be like 16, 17. And this is like, he's talking about like conversations we had those years. And he's oh, like, you're literally doing everything you said you was going to do. And I never looked at it like that. I just thought, I'm doing shit that I want to do, you know? So, it's super good to keep... It made me feel good to look back and be like, yo, I did accomplish all of that. And I did it because I did shit in, like, quarters. Mm-hmm. Like, when you do yearly goals, I feel like it's harder for you to accomplish them. It's like, I need true. a little pressure on me. So if I know this first quarter is ending and I I have to, like, be like, all right, this needs to be done first quarter. And you get so much stuff done mm-hmm. like that. So mm-hmm. if people have a hard time out there, like, Completing your goals, I recommend maybe or suggesting you break them down into four quarters of the year and be realistic also about yes, your goals. Yes, that is so yeah. important. That's yeah. so important. That's so, yeah. so important. Because I've been putting lose 10 pounds on my quarter goals <laughs> for like a year straight. And I'm just, I, today, this second quarter, I'm like, I'm not even going to add weight into this quarter goal list because it's not going to happen right now. I feel like when I really want to lose weight, I will lose weight. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. I will because remember, do you guys remember the Kermit meme? Um, like the one with like the the good Kermit and the bad Kermit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, like my Kermit. favorite one was like it was like me. I'm gonna get up and go to the gym in the morning right. like at six a.m. <laughs> and then the other me was like, but you've been pulling niggas with that body for five, five years. years. <laughs> Facebook like this guy I love my gut I'm eating good but no yeah get it together I mean you can get it together I mean get it together. I mean live your life but girl <laughs> yes yeah, oh my god <laughs> no no seriously <laughs> no but for so all right you know I've, I've been playing this trip again because the whole time I'm like I'm gonna lose all this weight da 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 Sis, I was out there with the belly out. My pictures were still getting likes. I'm like, oh, it's lit. It's lit. It's lit. But, yeah. It's still a goal. It's still something to work on. Because my friend, but my friend, her gut is like, um, 
Is it over her waistline? It's o- it's overwhelming because I don't feel like it's proportionate or like <laughs> oh, her booty don't, gotcha. you know, yeah. do it justice. Okay. It's just gut. You know what's interesting though what I found about, out? I've been cause... eating good. I said, boo, I eat good. <laughs> okay. So but what you talking about? With this whole conversation, I realized like I'm the same way. Like I, that is the one goal that every time I bet, okay, like let's not do 10 this month. Let's do like three. Let's do five pounds and see how that goes. But I recently like, got back in the gym after being sick and I realized like, the best way, again, is to change your mindset. Like, every day I wake up and I'm like, okay, this is my goal body right now. Like, I am definitely comfortable with where I am and, like, I don't want to overwhelm myself. But it would be cool if I, like, could get more healthy in a sense. Mm-hmm. I use mm-hmm. it as more of health motivation because, again, diabetes, heart disease, hypertension, all run in my family. And there's ways as to, in most black families. Yes, and there's yeah. ways to reverse those things. You don't have to say, oh, just because my grandma, my auntie, my mom got diabetes, I'm going to get it too. You can, there's ways to change your, your biology outcomes in a sense of, you know, focusing on wellness and health. So for me, I look at it as a form of medicine. Mm-hmm. And I think also yeah. like, like stop looking at other people. I yes. feel like this is a theme that's yes. going to come up in this. And yes. I'm so excited to listen to the final, but like seriously like the kylie jenner's of the world mm. people's hips don't look like that unless you come straight from the continent and you know what continent i'm talking about and it's not <laughs> fucking europe like stop it like yeah, with fake lashes fake eyebrows oh, fake wait, wait, wait. everything like I, I all the me, fat I love me a lot transfer lash. no i love <laughs> lash i love makeup i love all right. that shit but at the same time it's- I feel like as women, generally speaking, like Mm -hmm. the amount of friends that I have that have come to me like, yo, come with me to DR. Bitch, you don't need to get surgery. Go to the gym. Like, I don't know why. The whole you don't like the journey. Like my mama, you don't you don't see the journey. Like you don't. It's not as for. It's not as. Yeah, no, honestly, though, like you just don't. It's not the rewards are the same. I have an auntie who went and got liposuction. She didn't change her eating habits. She didn't go to the gym. It came back. And yeah. there you go. You, it's, it's really, I'm so for that. Yeah. Yes. Like, it's and not black gonna, women are dying. That My whole point yeah, behind this is like, our women are dying yeah. trying to look like people that don't even look like themselves. Mm-hmm. They be looking yeah. crazy, though. My, like, watch Love Jones, get you a little knee along inspiration, and be a beautiful, natural. Yes. Queen. Like, come on. Just, all of that other mess. All the tummy tea. No, Dodge is always trying to plug Love Jones into every episode. <laughs> All right, every episode, get a new movie, bro. Wow, yo, like so yo, so in the summertime, I usually jog like four or five miles every other day. Oh, you're amazing. Yeah, but it's not even it's it's for health reasons though, but it's more so because it helps my sleep regimen. Like, because mm. when you eat a lot of junk food, it really does affect your sleep. Like, it makes it does. like you just like at least for me, I never get a good night's sleep. So like jogging for me it is i mean i ended up seeing the result over time like i felt like a lot happier my clothes fit nicer like i felt Mm -hmm. more comfortable in my skin though and also like it's it feels good to challenge yourself like this week Mm -hmm. i put in 20 miles let's see if i can do 30 next week like oh, running, miles is like I, yeah, every week. Oh, it is a lot. It is a lot though. But I but, but do the running. Oh no, I yeah. do two yeah. miles. Like okay, people that have done. People that do the New York City Marathon, I, I want to like, do that. Yeah, I want to do, do that someday. I, I really do. do. I yeah. totally want to do it. But like, I love to run, and I would go every day. But I would do two miles. But I, I can't do it every, every day. Because what works for me is that doing it five miles break, another five miles break. That but works see, for me. five is a lot. I would go every day, but 
I haven't ran since I've been in New York City, like how I used to upstate, but there was like a track by my house. It's, you know, more mm-hmm. rural. There was a high school, so there was a track. So I could just go right down the street to the track. So it was easier to just run those eight laps. And I'm like, okay, I did my two miles home. Do a little yeah. stretch and go home. It's nice. There are like two things I will plug real quick. Vixen workout, which is like one of my favorite things to do. It's not a pole dancing class. Where I was to say, um, no, it's sexy. so much fun. <laughs> it was started by a girl that used to be a Miami Heat dancer. They do it, and they have like two studios. There's one on like 34th, 35th Street, and I think there's one in Chelsea. But it's basically a dance class, but it's trap music like the entire that's time. Oh, that's cool. It's mad fun. You probably burn mad calories. Oh my god! Like I leave every time like dripping sweat, yep. but I'm just listening to like Rick Ross the entire See, time. And I know so you guys cool. would appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So there you track, go. So track, Vixen, track. Vixen workout. You want me to work out? Put some Rick Ross. You know what? If Rick Ross say Ivy Baby, come run with me. I will be there. Wait, <laughs> yeah, my, my little like, running shoes. That's no. the only way. Like he, that's the only. That's way. the only way. I, that's I swear. I don't even run for the bus. I don't even care if I'm about to lose my job, bro. <laughs> Go. I, I'm not I'm running you. for the bus. I'm Ross was on that bus. Brick Ross lost that weight. Yeah, he, he did, did because he was having seizures and stuff, and and there was a lot going on. You know, he lost weight because he had to be healthy. Like he looks. Good. It was killing him. You know, but it, my weight's not killing me. So. I'm okay. With as long as you keep it there, then you good, man, because you look good. But is that stomach oh, getting any bigger? I know. <laughs> I'm coming for you. you on that, for me. On that tip of, um, of black women and self-care and kind of looking out for ourselves, uh, recently in the news, Maxine Waters. I mean, this has been a recurring thing. Maxine. Auntie. Aunt, that's I what know. That's auntie. 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 Honorary Auntie. Life taught you no things. Now you want to do things. The hills keep track of your new balance. Since you lost him, you got a new balance. I can't say I do better, no, no, no. But I'll act like I know, no, no. Better. I can't say that I do better. I can't say I never knew AK, the patron saint of black girl magic, uh, she's been on she's been uh, on the news lately. I think MSNBC recently talking about how Donald Trump needs to be impeached. He needs to be thrown out of office. He is irresponsible, incites hate, um, negligent, irresponsible, and plainly doesn't know what the hell he's doing as president. Um, and so he was. She was talking about how we don't even know his tax returns. We don't know exactly what went on between him and the Russians, how much he was colluding with them. Um, We have no idea how trustworthy uh, our current president is. And it's frightening. It's frightening to be under the reign. He's not my president. Right? We have a president who actively incites hate between different racial groups. Like he has literally, he has signed executive order after executive order, which proves two things. One, he's a weak man. But then also the fact that he just, he is so power hungry, he'll literally try to override other people beneath him. The branches of government. Right. Exactly. The fake news. That I've never like, seen, what? he's disgusting. Granted, I'm only 27 and I haven't lived through many presidents, but I've never seen a president that signed so many executive orders Their just first to get 100 his days. way. Their first 100 Mind days. Mind you. First 100 like, days. I have to keep reminding here. myself that it he hasn't even here. been a full three months. Like, My God, it's that so bad. so many issues has happened. I forgot this lady, but she was saying like, if this would have been Obama, like Obama had to have been, she said it just like this, like damn near Jesus, like 
yeah people, these girls is missing all these things is going on and it's just, but yeah, yeah no it's i was reading something today how like because other countries are looking at us as the dummies that we are for letting this man get this far That's they're not so traveling sad. here um, we're losing so no much revenue we are losing, no i'm saying as like no. other countries look at, I but i mean he represents us he unfortunately for better so or for worse he represents us they're side-eyeing the shit out of us i remember when i was in south africa all these ladies this is back before he even like got the republican nomination they was like tell tell donald trump we're laughing at him tell him that his hate will not win tell him that this no, country does not respect him and i'm just like damn here we are a year later and this man really think he runs he something i was in yeah. morocco in december on a mountaintop and a guy in a cloak was like I can't believe Donald Trump is your president. Do you see? Like, like in the Do most see? remote place no. on earth. Everyone's like, laughing at us. Do you even have radio, <laughs> TV, like, like bro, anything? It's so bad. It's that <laughs> Everyone's bad. laughing at us. It's so bad. So Maxine Waters, she, um, she basically calls this man out as she needs to. And um, Bill O'Reilly, <laughs> uh, Bill O'Reilly, Republican talking head, he essentially says that he couldn't hear anything over. He couldn't hear anything that Maxine Waters was saying because she was too busy wearing that James Brown wig. Mm-mm. And who was the one? Was he the one that also said that she's probably on crack? He might have been, not you see that video? That might have been a different one though. But um, but I've seen another one. that was like, oh, she's on the same drugs that Winnie Houston was on. Oh, Joe, oh, no, they did not. I no, but the thing is, that what we you do, do now? not disrespect Maxine and Whitney. That's a joke in the same state. Oh, but they dragged him. But here's what's funny though. So, so this thing happens, right? He comes out the side of his neck for Auntie Maxine, um, laughs about it, apologizes, and then continues back to laughing, right? Um, sometime after that, black Twitter came in fine fashion with black women at work. And I just think it's very interesting how I, on Facebook, I, I hadn't directly um, addressed it because I was angry, but I was more so exhausted Yes, because exhausted. I think, I think it, it yes. was rage, but I'm always angry. I'm always angry about seeing right. black women getting kidnapped and no one cares. Black women getting blatantly disrespected to their face and everyone thinks it's a joke. Black women defending themselves and, oh, she's too angry or she's too aggressive or she's unreasonable. And I'm just so exhausted that black women always have to fight for self and for everyone else. And then mm-hmm. we're never. It's like Zora Neale. Who defends us? No one defends right. us. We have to we have to be our own Superman. Zora Neale Hurston once said, um, the nigger woman is the mule of the world. And mm-hmm. we're in the year of our Lord 2017. And them t- words have never been more truer. Mm-hmm. So I guess like. I don't know, y'all. I've never had a specific moment. Well, there was one at, at my former job. I wasn't there in the room when it happened, but the only other black woman in the, the room who worked there, allegedly one of our colleagues, white male, quoted the N-word in a, in a piece of literature, and he defended by saying, hey, I'm not the one saying it, I'm just quoting some literature. But it still came out of your mouth. Because, right, we don't say cracker in front of y'all face. And why are you discussing this at work? It's I, my thing. I really don't you know understand. What? I have to start saying cracker. Because... <laughs> oh, you know I lost friends for that? I Because, remember, okay, I've come a long way, y'all, from the Twitter streets. <laughs> <laughs> the Twitter streets, I've come a long way. Yes. But, um, back when I was real ratchet on Twitter. And oh nine. Yes. And Everybody was ratchet and in 09. Everyone was ratchet no. Because 2009, like, the internet was not as vicious the way it is now. You can get no. away It was a little bit. Yeah. Uh, maybe it was like 2012 because I was still in high school. And I remember MTV Awards. Miley said someone won over Kendrick Lamar. And I was like, 
at this Quacker Award show. <laughs> Yo, Woo! can you see? I didn't know that they really was that hurt about Woo! that word. Woo! But the people who came into my mentions, I'm like, damn, that word really offend y'all. But no. they so still, I'm gonna say it again. You know how you know, they know out. how impactful that word is because when we're around white people, we just say it. We say cracker if we want to say it. We either want to or we don't, and we just say it if we do. We don't say, is it, does that offend y'all? But you know how white people be around us and they be like, am I allowed to say this? Like, nigga, you yeah. know. You, you know, know goddamn oh well God. you know. can't say that word. They you can't us. say it. You Your mama can't say it. No, Your damn game can't really, say it. Nobody can I, say am it. Am I too much, but I don't like them using the word ghetto or ratchet. No. And they do it all I the don't time. like them using any of our words. I don't because like them appropriating my, our when culture. When I was working in a restaurant, um... We were setting up a table, and my old manager had said something like, oh, that's ratchet. I said, first off, no, it's not, and you can't use that. And he was just, you know. Yeah, you know how white gay men are. No, but they I'm really very, don't. Wait, hold up real quick. You know, Okay, I'm going to say this right quick. The white gay men are some of the most shadiest men queens. on the I fuck. Hate no, a mean queen. because they will take our language. They take so much ballroom culture language and swear mm -hmm. up and down it belongs to them while pretending they're oppressed because they're gay. Get the fuck out of my face. You ain't oppressed for shit. It's just, I want to get that on. Say what's on your chest. No, yeah. Um, so this whole thing with Maxine Waters, like Maxine, she's what seventy eight now, and it's just like, could you imagine though her whole life? And on top of that, she's also a congresswoman. She's, she's done so much. She's been fighting in California fight though. So long. She's done so much. Like how many lifetimes has this woman lived, and she still has to deal with this shit? Ignorance. Like the blatant disrespect about her hair. Now people always want to pick and choose about how black women like how we were protective over our hair, but James it's because Brown, other people though, politicize. It. Look at Trump's hair. Yes. I really feel like yes. there are no sea creatures But there are sea creatures that literally look like his toupee though. Mm -hmm. I'm not even there like are. I'm being shady though, but I'm right. He's you disgusting. Are. There's an actual there's a picture uh, of a sea. He makes, a, he makes my butt itch. <laughs> <laughs> what? Ivy. What? Okay. <laughs> Yo, I bet so my funny. best friend really started. Just... My best friend said that one time, and now that's real true. I bet bitter husband it makes your butt itch. <laughs> no, Donald Trump no. makes it itch like it does. No, I want to read this post I saw. <laughs> this um, this guy post, and he's a black rapper, and it says 1970s white woman. In quotes, black woman, you don't need black men. 1970s white government. In quotes, black woman, you all don't need black men. Get rid of them and we'll take care of you. 1980s, 90s, and 2000s black women, in quotes. We're strong and independent. We don't need black men. 2017 black women and children are being abducted and brutalized by thousands. Black women, in quotes. Where are all the black men to protect us like the men in other communities? Black men are good for nothing. Cowards. Okay, basically so, saying, you know, the timeline was everybody saying we don't need black men. At a point, we said we don't need black men. Then it went to say all this stuff is happening to black women. Uh, now we're the black women, black men. But we put, then they're saying like we pushed all away. That timeline is problematic for me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so <laughs> for a few reasons. I'm sorry. Because if you look at <laughs> no girl, no, but no, I gotta hear Ariel. I want to hear your your opinion on this because I have feelings, but like, yeah, I just feel like if you look at like, I don't know, if you look at the black community, 
So unpopular opinion. It's so funny. I just did an interview earlier this week and we were talking about the same thing, um, particularly segregation. And I believe the black community was strongest during that time. A, because we really just had to rely on one another, right? There was black businesses. There was the ideal of a village raising a child. Um, It was just the black community as a whole and we really supported one another. I think after segregation, that all fell apart. If we're talking about like 70s, 80s, and you think about crack and like what that did to our community, Mm -hmm. and then you look at incarceration and. Yeah, they're missing key historical components. But like, have you guys seen the 13th? Yes. Okay. That is a real life horror story. I mean, but that's what happened. So if we're talking about where did all the black men go, I mean, we know where they they went, and black women damn sure didn't push them away. If it wasn't if it wasn't jails, it was gang violence. If it wasn't gang violence, it was police brutality. If it wasn't police brutality, it was euthanization or what's euthanization? And there you go. Oh, sorry, you were asking me. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) What is that? Now, because I just be pulling out some words and I be trying to act down like I know. So I'm oh, going to just be yeah, real. Yeah, yeah. Basically, just is a, that? This, basically, just a systematic and, and targeted murder of a specific group of people. I.e. the Black Panther Party. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And that was... If y'all ever, like, I don't know, I just can't... I feel like people be posting stuff on Instagram and acting like history isn't a thing. Like, people don't know history, and it's really scary. Yeah, it is very Because subjects. when you don't know history, people can rewrite it for you. Because that same, like, he heard that from a white man, and he posted that. Like, mm-hmm. that don't... that don't that That's not history. That is not appropriate. Like, I don't know. I'm still annoyed over it, so I'm trying to collect my thoughts. But that was just some bullshit. Okay, I know that wasn't eloquent, but... That's just how I felt right now. No, I'm with you. Are we? Because I know I curse a lot, so is that fine? That's fine. Yeah, because I, I censored so. a word earlier. We could curse? <laughs> okay. We could curse. But yeah, it's just, I mean. That's that bullshit. Yeah. Out of this shit. <laughs> no, and I think. <laughs> All right, Dodge. Dodge that kid. That, don't, that wasn't I just allowed to came curse. Yeah. <laughs> so she gets to school and she be walling. Oh, that's you, Dodge. <laughs> F on it. But yeah, so, but real quick though, going back to Maxine, I think definitely um, it's important for us to acknowledge, especially as Black women, the things we have to things that we have to leave behind in order to be successful in the workforce. Mm, um, this is a loaded topic. Some, yeah, some of the some of the instances are we can't wear our hair a certain way because it's considered inappropriate for the workspace. We can't wear. I mean, I understand that we can't wear certain things. But, for example, cultural-specific things are, would be considered inappropriate for the workspace. Um, if we defend ourselves, we're considered insubordinate, which, is, which would be grounds for being terminated. Um, and so there are these kind of ways in which Maxine, for example, I mean, she's, she's, she's an incumbent, and she has done a lot in, the, in her several terms and even in her life. And I think definitely as black women, if for nothing, what we need to take from that is what she said, though. I am a strong independent black woman i will not be intimidated i will not be frightened and i think never uh, yeah mm-hmm. i know that as especially as as a black woman who is honestly very emotional it is very frustrating when you always are forced to be the strong one mm-hmm. like you're never allowed to be vulnerable it's you're never you like right. your anger is never considered serious it's always like oh you're just emotional oh you don't know what you're talking about oh you're taking things you're taking things too far mm-hmm. and it's never this person hurt me and i am angry and let me be angry mm-hmm. right now it's like everyone else's anger. Every other kind of woman, their anger is taken seriously except ours. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. There isn't particularly a solution for it, but I think definitely the conversation about. I mean, wait, but there's so much strength in that anger. I think that I don't. Yep. Sometimes I don't feel like it's not that we're not being taken serious, but it's also the beauty in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, I don't know, like 
It's like having a boyfriend that likes getting you mad because you look cute. Not saying that we should always be angry, but... He and like, he I, and I could fight. Like, <laughs> I don't care if he's bigger than me. We could fight. <laughs> yeah, so final thoughts and also kind of tying in Maxine and also tying in this thing this thing that um, Dodd showed us about this kind of trajectory. I think definitely... Um, also, history definitely plays a part in the way in which black women have to engage the world, too. Mm-hmm. Um, Maxine was very strategic about pointing out, we don't know this man's tax returns. We don't actually know how involved he was with the with Russia. And whether or not you like or dis- dislike him, you have to question your government authorities. Mm-hmm. You have to question their intentions. You have to question whether or not what they're doing is for your benefit. Because honestly, from what I've seen, even people who voted for Trump are not benefiting at all from what he's done so far. Yeah. Even people who voted for him are having their family supported, are having their health care taken away from them, are having their businesses in jeopardy because of the legislation he's put in place to make everyone fail. So whether or not you agree with Maxine, even though she's right... She she's right. You do need to question where she's coming from. Mm-hmm. You don't want to agree with a black woman. That's on you. That says more about you than the situation. But you need to question why is that she's even bringing this up to begin with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Well, that wraps up episode four of the Carefree Black Girl podcast. Again, we thank you, Ariel. Thank for you being so much. Here. Where thank else can people me. find you? What? Um, so it's at Ariel Lopez on Twitter. There's two underscores after the Z on my name because my name is very popular, unfortunately. Um, on Snapchat, it's at Ariel Lopez, I think, underscore XO or XO. Just look for me. If you see my face, it's me. And then on Instagram, it's at Ariel Lopez. Um, and yeah, so just follow me there. If you need career help, um, I would highly advise connecting with me on LinkedIn. You could just search for me for Ariel Lopez. I'll see you in a few days, girl. <laughs> is it bigger? Is it is it general career help or is it tech related? Um, I mean, there's like gen- there's stuff that's general, but then there's also stuff that is like very tech related yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say for people that want to work in the tech industry, I'm connected to a lot of hiring managers. Mm. Um, so it's in your best interest. To connect with me on LinkedIn. You don't hear that. We're giving you the keys. Right. Ariel is the master key to success. (laughs) Sometimes. um, I try to be the plug when I can. Um, And then, obviously, 2020 Shift. So it's just 2020shift.com. It's at 2020shift on all social media stuff. Um, If you're in Atlanta, Florida, or North Carolina, look for us over the next three weeks. Um, and then, yeah, sign up for our newsletter. We actually send out job opportunities every single week. That's cool. Um, hand-selected so by the cool. team at really cool companies. Um, and, yeah, that's it. Black Girl Magic. So um, for every, thank you for everyone that's listening. Keep up with the conversation using the hashtag CarefreeBlackGirl. Um, also show us love at CFBGPod on Twitter. Um, you can always also find the links for each co-host. And on my personal Twitter accounts or Instagram accounts there. Um, this is Brianna Danielle, I guess. I just I just want to shout out one thing that I didn't get to say last episode. Shout out to Angel Cherry. Um, she's the owner of Void Cosmetics, which you can find on Instagram. And I think her Instagram name is MUA Angel Cherry, something like that. Um, she has like a really dope lip line that's vegan, vegan products, like because she's vegan. And, like, it's pigmented. I love her lipsticks. It was, like, the first colored lipsticks I got into. 
So if you're looking for a good lip, Void Cosmetics has it. And I think on Instagram is Void by Andrew Cherry. That's the one. So yeah, check it out. Hey, girl. All right, and this is Daj at Everything New York on Instagram. No Twitter, no Snap. Last but certainly <laughs> not least, this is IS Jones. Twitter and Instagram is Aurorianshire, so A-R-U-R-I-A-N-S-H-I-R-E. Also, in case y'all didn't know, all this information is in the description box, too. All so right. finding our handles is a bit difficult. <laughs> They're in the description yes. box. I'm so Ivy. If on iTunes. <laughs> I feel like I have like the easiest Instagram name, Ivy like blue. No E at the end. Correlation to B, but you get that though. Um, the other day this oh, guy. Bars. Oh, all right. She's <laughs> <a bitch. laughs> oh. And it's a wrap. <laughs> this is an indie creator network podcast. I did it. <laughs>